Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, episode 83. I got a good one for you today. I think it is. Only because like it's something that I've really been paying attention to. And it's a very, very simple concept that I just want to talk about. Like we think thought work and somatic work and paying attention and changing and creating epic shit is difficult work. And I want to challenge that. Is it difficult work or is it work that we have to intentionally do on a consistent basis? Most of the concepts are very simple to understand and it's the application, but the application isn't necessarily difficult. It's the consistency of it. We have to be present of mind and intentional about it. That's the difficulty. Not that it's hard to do, but it's like, I have to be paying attention to what sentences I'm saying in my mind, what sensations I am feeling in my body, what emotions are coming up and what actions I am taking all the time in the area that I want to change. Let me just put it like that. Because listen, I will tell all my clients and I think of you guys as my clients. So I will tell you too, the goal isn't for you to use thought work, feel everything and do everything for every situation. You will be burnt out and exhausted. No, but the goal is to use these tools on the one or two areas or things that you want to create in this world and then be a human the rest of the time until it's like, oh, I kind of didn't show up right for that dinner. What's going on? I don't feel like then do those as they come. But the rest of the time, you just get to be a human. Like, it's okay that your brain goes to why is she wearing that dress or why did they say that? It's like, we don't have to coach ourselves out of everything. That is not the goal to like cyborg us, right? That's not the goal to make us these robotic, like I just do everything right. No, the goal is to decide which direction I want to go in and put myself in that direction And then use the tools for when I veer off or when I stop or when I stutter and like, why am I not moving? That's what you do. Because again, queens, we are creators. The shit that's happening to us isn't just a fluke. We're creating where we are and we get to create where we want to go. So with that in mind, I want to talk about Mr. Newton. Newton's first law of motion. How many of y'all know that law? I really want to know, like literally. Message me and like, Brig, I know that law. Because <laughs> like, if you're like me, yes, I studied physics, right? I was like, I was pre-med major and then I switched to nursing and then went into anesthesia anyway, right? So it was like, yes, but 
I couldn't tell you what the first law, if you had asked me what the first law is, I would have been like, huh? So that's okay. I kind of looked it up because I knew what it was. I just didn't know it was the first law. So have you heard this? A body in rest will remain at rest and a body in motion will remain in motion unless, here it is, unless it is acted upon by an external force. I'm going to say it again. A body at rest will remain at rest and a body in motion will remain in motion unless it is acted, acted, acted upon by an external force. Okay. Acted is a verb. It's an action. It's like something you are purposefully doing. You are acting upon it, right? Or not purposefully doing, but it is still an acted. It's an action, right? By external force. Force. That means there has to be some weight behind it. Okay. Why am I saying this? Because here's the deal. Ain't nothing going to happen or change or start or stop unless we make it happen. It just won't happen. Okay. Let me tell you another thing. This, this is who I am. This is just who I am. This is how I am. Okay. I'm going to get to that. But I just want you to hold that. Do you say that to yourself? This is just who I am. This is just how I am, right? A body at rest will remain at rest and a body in motion will remain in motion unless it is acted upon by an external force. You will continue to be the way you are unless you act upon yourself with force, external or internal force from you to yourself. Our bodies follow this principle. There was nothing for me. You guys know I worked as a nurse for like 20 years and then went to anesthesia school and worked for another 18 years as an anesthesia nurse anesthetist. Okay, so those 20 years of nursing, five of them was ER, 10 of those was me working in ICU. So there was nothing more amazing to me work with me here. There was nothing more amazing to me than to see a person that was very healthy, walking, able, working out, all that stuff. And after two weeks of being in the hospital on a ventilator in the ICU and not moving, they could not walk. They had to be retrained and retaught how to walk. Why? Why? I think our bodies follow this first law of motion. There was an external force, and so it went to rest. It was acted upon, and when it went to rest, it's going to stay in rest. Well, guess what we know about our bodies and our brains and efficiency? If it's not going to be used, it's going to be lost, right? So those parts 
of our nervous system, muscles, bones, and everything that were there for walking, if we weren't sending the signal to we are a walking external force, we need to use this, we are working out, we are running. If that external force wasn't there, it's like, oh, I'm just going to stay at rest. There's no reason for me to reinforce our bones. There's no reason for me to continue to myelinate and protect the nervous system for the walking and keep that neural pathway strong. There's no reason for me to do that. There's no reason for me to build up these muscles that can hold you up in your core because you're not sitting up even. Think about it. You don't use it. You lose it. Here's the deal. My mentor, Brooke Castile, said something that started me on this track that I kept, she said it and I was like, hmm, and she said it again. And I was like, hmm, by the third or fourth time I heard her say it, I was like, wait a minute. And sometimes I'm kind of the slow, like if you ever have an argument with me, I'm the one that three days later can come back and say all my points and they be on point. But I'm not necessarily the one like while we're arguing that can come back in quick wit. I like that about me because I really think about what I hear some people say, and I may think about it and like walk and everything and just really let it sit there in the back crevices of my brain and just think about it for weeks at a time. Do y'all do that? Weeks at a time, like, okay. And the one thing she said is, it's like, what are you getting good at? I was like, what does she mean? What are you getting good at? She's like, What you're doing is what you're getting good at. And I was like, wait a minute. Everything that I'm doing is what I am getting good at. What if I actually want to get good at something that I'm not doing? Well, I won't because I'm not doing it. I'm not creating that acted upon external force to change the direction. I'm not using. Newton's law for me, I'm using Newton's law against me because I'm expecting to see something, but I'm not acting on it. And yet I keep acting on, I keep doing the thing that I really don't want to reinforce. I'm getting good at, like, what are you getting good at? You just keep doing it. You get really good at it, right? You aren't this way because this is who you are. What if you are the way you are because that is what you've practiced? That's what's practiced. I tell my clients this all the time. Like they have a thought and there's like, I don't think this way. I think I'm not enough and da, 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 da. And I always go like, why? Why do you think you go to that all the time? And the answer ends up being, Because this is the way I've practiced and I haven't practiced. I am enough. Like as black women, come on, y'all. Ooh, don't get me. Have we practiced our enoughness or do we spend more time in not enoughness? And that is the one that we like do on habit. That's what we're getting good at because that's what we keep doing. So it's in motion. And it's not going to stop being in motion until we act with the external, or in this case, an internal force. I am going to change my relationship to those thoughts. I am going to change how I think of myself deliberately and intentionally. 
It is an act. But sometimes we think, oh, when I have thought work and I, I see it, it's supposed to just happen. Like, why do I keep thinking this thought? Because you've had so much practice on that thought, sweetheart. That's it. The only thing we need to do is to practice where we want to get good at. So if you want to get good at loving yourself, then you practice getting good. You practice that thought. You practice. You put that in motion, right? And if you want to stop something, then you notice it. It's like, oh, why am I doing that? And you start understanding it. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I label this podcast, what you do, you glue. We're getting good at it, as my mentor said, right? What you do, you glue. Think about that. If you just tell yourself that and you spend, because I did this, I literally spent like three days, everything I was doing, I kept saying, what you do, you glue. And I would ask myself, is this something I want to glue? Like I'm creating who I am. It's like, we think we're just this one person, this one version, and we just stay there for the rest of our lives. But we're missing our role in actively creating this person because what we do, we glue. So what are you doing? Because you're gluing who you are. I applied this to like, I was thinking about it. It's like, oh, I used to be one that would go to bed at 9, 15, 9, 30 on the dot. Like I would start getting sleep and everything. And I notice now that I'm like full-time coaching and changing everything. It's like, now my bedtime is, it started creaking up to like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And my wake up time is like seven. I was like, what the heck happened? I used to be wake up at five o'clock, 4.45, five o'clock, bright eyed and bushy tailed. I kind of liked that. It didn't just happen without really intentionally. I acted on it, right? Like I just acted like, okay, I'm going to watch this one more show. I'm going to watch this show. Oh, I'm going to watch this one more episode, right? That was the act. It was the external force. And it got me out of the habit of like in motion, 9, 15, 9, 30, my ass is in bed. And so I got out of the habit of going, no, this is my bedtime. Like I stopped saying that. I got out of the habit of protecting that time. It didn't just happen. It's just not who I was. It was like I was in motion for one thing. And then externally, I stopped protecting that. I put an external force of, no, it's okay. We're going to watch this next series. You know how you've been watch a series. I was like, Whatever the show is, like at seven o'clock, I turn on TV and I watch it. It's like, oh, next episode, I'm going to watch it. Next episode, I'm going to watch it. That's kind of how I came up with, are you binge watching your brain? Like playing Candyman and binge watching your brain. Because it's like, and the next episode. And then you sit there and you stay there. And it's like, oh, I wasn't purposefully acting externally or internally saying, no, this is who I'm going to be. I wasn't using my force to protect or to change once I decided like, oh, I want to change it. That was the thought that started coming up. And that was the pathway that it came on. Oh, it's okay. I can look at another one. Oh, it's okay. I can look at another. That became what I got good at. Pay attention. Are you getting good at listening to your excuses or the things that's in the way from stopping you to do what it is you want to do. Because what was the consequence of me doing that is my wake up time moved from 545 to seven o'clock. Well, guess what happened with that? 
That means my meditation, my thought work time and my exercise and go outside and walk the dog time got compressed into like a 45 minute hour long thing when I had two hours of luxury I could drink my coffee, sit up, do my thought work, do my meditation, go walk the dog, ground myself in the earth, all of that stuff. Like I had a beautiful window. So the impact is that that window was gone, right? I started not becoming a person who consistently did all of the things in my rituals. I love rituals. I put them in deeply rooted. We talk about rituals, but This one thought, external force, changed everything, right? It became what I was doing. So I was gluing now being a person who felt rushed and had to get it all in. And it was like something I checked off a box as opposed to it was this enjoyable, luxurious experience, which is what I created. So for you, I want you to notice What are you gluing? Just literally, even if you don't do anything else I say in this podcast, if everything you did, like a snack out of the bag, if you're like me, an extra tablespoon of Barney's almond butter, what am I doing? Because if I'm doing it, I'm gluing it. Do I like gluing that? It's okay, right? What are you gluing? For us as Women that want to do epic shit, what are you gluing? Are you not speaking up in the presentation? Are you not confronting? Are you like not saying who you are, what you want, what you have? Are you not recognizing your value? You are gluing that. You are staying the same. You are staying in rest or you're staying in motion, but you are staying the same and you are devoiding yourself of the ability to re-glue Rechange, recreate, because you are not just who you are. You are who you have been creating. And it is an active process, even if you are unconscious about the active process. Our bodies don't know, just like an ICU. Our bodies don't know. It's like only thing it knows is you're not using this. Okay, you won't walk. That's it doesn't understand about our highest self, our goals, what we want to do, all of that. That is our job. That's that internal force that decides whether I want this to be in rest or I want this to be in motion and what do I want to do about it. So I want you to like kind of play around with this. I want you to take stock of all the things you would like to start or stop or change. And I want you to pick two. One really, but maybe if you just have to, too. And I want you to like, think about it, make the list, but I want you to, it's important, pick no more than two. I would prefer one, but no more than two. Why? Because we have a reduced cognitive capacity. We try to do too much. We just get overwhelmed and we think it's because there's something wrong with us and we're not supposed to be doing it. And we're forgetting that our brain has a cognitive load. This organ that we have in our brain, it takes up like 20% of the energy and our prefrontal cortex, the one that's going to be actively doing that takes 80% of that 20%. So this one organ takes a lot of energy. So it is not unlimited. There is a cognitive load to this. So that's why I say one, if at 
all you need to. You just can't like bring it down from to do to. But one thing, what's the one thing? And I would suggest you do one thing that is going to have a barrier. Like it's the domino for all the other things, right? It really doesn't matter because once you get this process down, you will easily transfer it to other things. But I want you to notice if you're like, but I got to change this and got to change this. What's that energy about, right? Because there is no version of you that's going to be better, just different, okay? I will continue to say that. We are whole and complete. We are not broken. Even if it's, I want to change this one thing, I won't be better. I'm whole and complete. I'm not broken. I don't need fixing. Once you have your one or two things, I want you to spend a couple of days just noticing how you are gluing it. Oh, look at me. I keep doing it. Yep. That's a habit. I keep doing it. Oh, this is what I did with my bedtime. I was like, man, I keep like looking at it. And then I just studied myself. It's like, okay, the lights are off. What am I doing? Like, oh, one more episode. Ah, that's what it is. It's that habit of like turning on a TV and then one episode. And then I just started my brain going, okay, well, how can we change this habit? Like without it being or whatever, like just get curious. That's all I want you to do for the first week is just notice how you're creating this, whatever the habit is. I want to get up in the morning. I want to start doing an email a day, like whatever, whatever. I want to start dating, (laughs) like whatever it is, right? I want you to like see how you're creating this habit. Okay, so um, just notice the things that you are and aren't doing to continue this. Why are you gluing this? What are the things you're doing? It's like, I keep doing it. Yep, I keep choosing this. Yep, I keep choosing this. Just make it really simple. Like, oh, I keep choosing not to drink water. I keep choosing not to hit the snooze alarm when it's time to go. It's like, oh, I'm gluing it. I'm getting better at that, right? As Brooke says, like, you're getting better at it. It's like, I'm gluing that as who I am. I'm doing it, so I'm gluing it. Is that what I want to glue? Is that the person I want to be? When we say it that way, it's like we realize we are part of like the creator of who my future self will be by what I choose to do now because change of who I want to be that future self happens in the now today the decisions I make today because it's those decisions I make today what I do I glue who I am in the future that was so good I hope y'all got that I feel like a Baptist minister today I don't know why (laughs) I told you I've been thinking about this one so I like really feel like I'm at church (laughs) because I want us to understand our ability to create the version of us who we want to be. And here's, this is what I think. I think if we have a vision of who we want to be, I just don't think my God is going to be the God that's going to give you the vision without giving you the resources and the ability to do it. I just think it would be cruel for him or her to give you that vision and not give you the resources. So if it is embedded in your brain of who you want to be, I totally believe that is also available for you to become that person. But it needs to be a intentional, right? A active, acted upon internal force that you do to you right? Like, what am I doing? And if I continue to do this, 
I will continue to glue this. Okay, so maybe I don't want to keep having a second plate. Maybe I don't want to keep saying no to when it's time to exercise. Maybe I don't want to keep whatever it is, right? Showing up late. Maybe I want to just start leaving earlier than I need to. Like maybe because I am gluing this version of me in and it's not just who I am. It is who I am deciding I'm going to be in the future. Okay. So now here comes the hard work because remember I said that I didn't say it, Newton said it. It must be acted upon with an external force. Like when we're changing to something, we think it's like, oh, we think about it and we have this thought and like, that's it. No, acted upon, meaning it is an intentional act. It is something you do consciously and with a force, meaning I apply it. Like if it's force, that means that it don't want to do it. You got to force it to do it. You don't have to force. You don't have to apply force to something like that wants to. So it's like the fact that you have to apply force is okay. Now, you know how I am about compassion. So don't get crazy with this force, like pushing yourself outside of the comforts of your nervous system. Like take that into effect too. But what I am saying is, It has to be like, no, of course I want to go get that. Smooth almond butter Barneys. (laughs) Usually get two or three tablespoons a day. Of course I want to do that. I'm good at that. I've glued that, right? So I have to provide a force of nope, not going to, but I want to. Nope, that's the force. Nope, don't want to. It's my energy resisting it, right? Nope. Don't want to. No, not going to do it. We're becoming someone else. It's intentional. Remember, who I want to be in the future happens in the now. So in the now is when I have to have that dialogue with myself. Why are we doing this? What's going on? How come we're not showing up the way we want to show up? What's the thing, right? And I like to go, how is doing this serving me? Why am I doing this? Like what's underneath that? And that's something we do and deeply rooted. And I love that we do that. I want you to write down all the reasons why you aren't doing it. And for each reason, I want to know the thought that's creating it. So for me, it was like, wow, all the reasons why I wasn't going to bed at 9.15. Well, I was eating later. That means I was sitting down because I usually turn on TV when I eat. So it means I was sitting down to eat later. I was starting to watch TV later and I was doing binge shows and I was deciding to watch one more episode. Those are all the things that was creating me getting in the bed. Like, that's what I was doing, right? That was in a way. Now, what was the thoughts that was creating me eating later, watching TV and saying yes to the thing? Oh, this is going to be so good. I just got to see one more, right? The thought that was creating me eating later is I wouldn't have my food ready. So I would have to cook. So it was like, oh, I got to eat. So I've got to prepare something now. So I would cook later and eat later. I was stopping my day later. Why? Because I have a lunch and it was like such, such. Okay. And it was like, oh, it's okay. I don't have to like go to bed at nine o'clock. It was like, I gave myself permission. Like, oh, it's okay. Right. So I had to understand what those thoughts were that was creating it. Like understand your role in creating it. How are you reinforcing it, right? What are you not telling yourself? Like telling yourself, oh, this won't hurt. 
No, that's bullshit. It is hurting because you're not becoming the person who you want to be. Like, what are you not telling yourself? What's in the way? There's a part of you that wants and likes this, the rest or the not rest. Why? What's going on with it? And for me, the part of me was like, I, here it is. The part of me is like, you deserve this. You've worked so hard getting up at 545 for the last 40 years. You deserve to be a person that goes to bed at 10 o'clock at 11 o'clock and wakes up at seven. Don't that sound so good, right? That part of me was like, it's your time to rest. Shouldn't you rest? Shouldn't you just be able to just do what you want to do? But I was missing the cost of that was if I said yes, the cost is I don't show up how I want to show up the next day. And what's the net effect of that? Days after days of not showing up the way I want to show, not reinforcing my AM ritual and practice that got me where I am. What's going to happen a year from now with that, right? Listening to that, right? So what is it saying? And is it true? Then. Every day, this is a work. This is active. It's not just one time we do this. This is active. This goes on forever and ever, right? We evaluate with kindness because there's no rush. And then we get curious as what's getting in the way. Well, why didn't I do it? I thought I solved for it. Well, what happened? Why didn't I do it? Paying attention and you studying yourself as if you are the subject in an experiment and you're watching and you're paying attention without judgment because there's no there to get to that's going to be better. We just trying to be a different version of ourselves. That's it. And then how can you strategize it? How can I create a more inviting environment? If it's the environment for me, it's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I've kind of like need a little dopamine for getting in the bed earlier. I'm getting in my bath time because my bath time used to be my solace. And it's not quite my solace now since I live by myself. It's not like I have to escape from any thoughts or noise because any noise is just me. So it's like, oh, my bath used to be my solace. Now it's, it is a practice and it's something I love, but it's like, oh, so now it's like I go into my room and I light candles and I put on some nice soft music and I turn my bed down and I put lavender oil on it. I like create a space where I turn off the TV at eight o'clock now and I get a book that I look forward to reading in and I have my special tea and I drink my tea. Like I'm creating an environment that just as rewarding to the other one, but I'm doing it intentionally and reinforcing that so that I can create that like, yeah, this is who I am. This is like, look what we have. It's like, oh, look, look what we have over here. We have tea, we have nice tea, we have a book. Look, this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have a great time. So it's not like, oh, I can't believe it, but it's something I look forward to. So sometimes how can you create the environment that makes it, enjoyable, reward yourself. For me, for my thought work, I have a special place that I have my thought work in and I have my books there and it's all cute and pretty. And like, sometimes I have fresh flowers there and I have a little candle, like it's a ritual. It's an inviting environment, right? So what is some of the things that you can do that will make it more inviting? And then the last thing, celebrate yourself along the way. It's like, oh, I got to bed at 10.15 instead of 10.30. Like celebrate that. 
I watched one show, but I didn't watch second one, right? Like just continue to celebrate. Like I'm making progress. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, I see where I'm doing this at. Now I know, now that I've identified it. Like I'm always telling myself, oh, I know the thought that's created it. Now I know. And I still, there's still probably be 15 other thoughts I have to get through before I get to where I want. But it's like, oh, I'm making progress. Okay, now I see that thought, right? It's like, we are active participants in our own <laughs> first law of motion and not motion, right? Inertia. We are actively participating in who we want to be. Okay. I hope this helped, guys. I enjoyed this podcast. I enjoyed recording this podcast. So I will leave it at that. Sometimes, those steps don't work and it takes us a while. And that's okay, especially if it's a give up kind of goal, like we have to do whatever, like I'm overeating. Sometimes it means what is in the way, like what am I numbing or buffering from? Is there an emotion that I don't want to feel? And doing that work. And that's the work we do in Deeply Rooted. That's the work I do with my coaching. It's like, I take people through this process, but I'm always underneath, like what's driving it? What's the thought? What's underneath all of this? Okay. Be gentle with yourself through this process, but understanding you are the creator of you. If you want to be something else, you get to choose that. But what you do, you glue. So Figure out ways of like, how am I gluing this person, this version of me? Like, I keep thinking this way. I keep doing this way. I keep saying this thing. I keep thinking the same way. I keep asking myself the same questions. That's what I love about coaching is that we ask ourselves different questions because we're exposed to a different way of being. So that in and of itself, that choice, that exposure creates a different version of you because you're not doing and gluing the same thing. You're getting outside of your mind because someone is saying really and challenging those thoughts of who you even think you are. So it creates that wedge, that separation so that you can see that, oh, I'm creating this. Okay, guys. Deeply rooted. I don't know if it's still going to be open or not. If we're not full, it will still be open. Would love to have you in there. If not, catch us on the next cohort round. We start July 14th. So I will talk at you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to BrickJohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.